Wake Up Tri-Counties live from our Save-A-Lot studio. Good morning. I'm Sean Kernan, and joining us live in the studio is our friend Samantha Rucks. Good morning. Good morning, Sean. Uh, let's talk about some announcements to start with. Yeah. Um, so this week is our Commit to Fit Way Out. So for those of you who have participated, um, get on up to the YMCA, or if you're a mission partner, you can stop by OSF St. Luke Rehab. Um, go ahead and weigh out, and then we'll start the tabulation process. And we've got um, an award ceremony coming coming up um right now that's slated for wednesday march 15th so Terrific. barring any <laughs> crazy <laughs> scheduling things that's when we'll that's when we'll do that and and i can talk a little bit about that next week um but yeah it's been it's been a really fun challenge program this year i mean it i just i get to monitor the facebook page and i see all the engagement and um it's really been good sean i don't know if you've you know kind of felt the same way but um it's it seems like a, a good year for it i think we're kind of getting back into the pre-covid swing um if you will so so looking forward to those awards and and kind of seeing how things shake out but very good should be good we've got uh, rachel gustafson joining us good morning rachel perfect good morning how are you guys doing good uh, did you have any more announcements i just want to make sure rachel knew we were we knew she no was yeah no, no that's good i'm glad i'm glad rachel's on that's awesome um really the only thing from me um we are going to have some scholarships opening up both for our princeton community and for kiwani so um those open march 1st so that's when all of the the details will be leaked uh you know in the news and on our social media so keep Terrific. an eye out for that so we brought in rachel to talk about um, so Rachel is a nurse practitioner in our Sheffield office. Um, she is very passionate about, passionate about preventive medicine um, and just really treating the individual and, and making sure that, you know, she's providing the best care. Um, I know she was looking at talking about some cancer screening guidelines um, this morning. And so um, Rachel is just a joy to work with. We are so blessed to have her in the ministry. And I am I'm grateful that she was willing to, to chit chat on the radio today. Terrific. Well, Rachel, tell us about what you're talking about today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I'm so sorry I couldn't be there in clinic. Had a sick kid this morning, so things didn't go as planned for my Monday morning. But, yeah, so I was just going to take some time to talk about some screening guidelines um, for preventative man management, um, specifically looking at some cancer screenings. Um, so first I wanted to talk about lung cancer. Um, if you are over the age of 50 um, and have a former smoking history of like a 20 pack per year, um, you can qualify for a low dose CT screening that looks for any findings of lung cancer. Um, and again, all these things are paid for by your insurance. So why not get them? I'm huge into you know doing all these preventative things that are covered and to get on top of your health before um, the time is too late. So talk to your physician about the lung cancer screening if you have a former smoking history of at least a 20 pack a year. Um, breast cancer screening guidelines, those are mammograms and they start at the age of 40. Um, it can start earlier if you have a family history um, and a first degree relative. So again, touch base with your insurance policy and a lot of times they will pay for that if you're younger than 40 and have a family history. But otherwise, if you're female, start at the age of 40, paid for by your insurance, um, those yearly mammograms. Prostate cancer yeah, screening ahead. in men. What? Uh, go ahead, yes. Oh, 
So prostate cancer in men, um, this starts at the age of 50. And again, just like mammograms, though, if you have a first-degree relative, family history of prostate cancer, that usually starts earlier. Um, so that's just a blood draw. It's covered by insurance. Again, it's a screening for prostate cancer. Um, and then we check that, again, annually. Colon cancer screening, there's different types that you can do these days, um, depending on what your insurance policy covers. Again, the gold standard is a colonoscopy every 10 years. Um, that gives us, you know, that in-depth view of the internal organs to look for any signs of polyps or colon cancer. But otherwise, they have the Cologuard, which I'm sure you've seen commercials for. Um, that is an every three-year program that you can do. It's super simple. Um, and then the IFOB is a yearly um, detective uh, guide that you can do for colon cancer as well. So a lot of people that don't like to do um, the colonoscopy, those are some options for you. The one thing to think about, though, although insurance has changed recently, which is very beneficial, um, if you don't do the colonoscopy and you do the Cologuard and it comes back positive, then your colonoscopy is then diagnostic, um, which is good because then we need to investigate why your Cologuard was positive. Um, but now insurance is covering that just in case it was like a false positive as a screening guideline as well. So that's good. Yeah, that's um, good to know. Let's see. Next was um, our cervical cancers and then the HPV vaccine, of course. So um, HPV vaccines, I'll start with that. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of parents kind of are hesitant to get this for their kiddos. Um, and I can understand why. I mean, there's a lot of hesitancy, I feel like, recently with any vaccine, of course, with COVID being new and everything else. Um, but HPV vaccine, I always tell parents, this is the only vaccine that we have that prevents cancer. So it's a two-dose series if you get it um, at 11 and 12 years of age. And then if you get it after um, 15, or if you start the series at 11 or 12. If you start the series after 15 years old, then it's a three-dose series. So you can still get HPV. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions with this. Um, but it's gonna prevent you from getting the high-risk HPV scans that then turn into that cervical cancer. So that's why I say it prevents cancer because it doesn't allow your body to get those high-risk strands. You can get the low-risk strands still, but that's not gonna cause cancer um, in the cervix or anywhere else if it is spread, um, which you know a high amount of the population has that anyways, and it oftentimes just clears on its own which is why we've changed our cervical cancer screening guidelines a little bit um, to account for that. So the cervical cancer screening guidelines, um, over 21 to 30 is those annual um, pap smears, and then, um, or every three years, I should say. When you're over the age of 30, um, it goes, it depends on how your pathology report comes back, but then we also test for that HPV um, strand as well. So if it is found there, then we can jump on it right away and figure out which strand you have, if it's a low risk or a high risk. Um, and then um, our kind of plan of care uh, goes down different pathways depending on how that pathology comes back. And 
I think uh, over the age of 65, women don't need any pap smears anymore, which is probably the best news ever for those women. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that I know I talk fast. So if you have any questions, certainly reach out to your primary care doctors. Um, and, again, these things are all covered by insurance policies. So, um, you know, I, I'm strongly advising my patients to get these done. Um, a lot of these things, especially like colon cancer, by the time you have symptoms of colon cancer, it's oftentimes too late to really even do anything successful treatment-wise um, when you could have gotten a screening thing and caught it in the very, very early stages um, and had a, you know, successful treatment plan moving forward. So I always like to just bounce on the opportunity to find something in the very first stages and deal with it when it could have been prevented. All right. Well, Rachel Gustafson, thank you so much. How can people, yes, thank uh, you guys for having me. How can people get in touch with you to, to uh, set up their, their appointments? Yeah. So in Sheffield, it is me, uh, Natalie Ince, who's also a nurse practitioner. She came from us to, from the Galesburg Clinic recently, and she's been a wonderful addition. Um, and then Dr. Timothy Pratt is also with us, who um, the majority of our patients um, love that he's from the area as well. I mean, all of us are from the area. I'm from Princeton. Natalie's from Kiwani. All of us work very similarly of each other. Um, a lot of the staff is related to one of one each, each other, so it's fun. But our office number is 815-454-2811, and all of us are accepting new patients. Um, so, yeah, we would love to see your faces um, come through our clinic. Terrific. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. And Samantha, anything you'd like to add? Rachel was here today. Terrific. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you.